Yeah, I think with a lot of ego gifts, some it's definitely um not a lot actually, but with some ego gifts, ego gifts, especially if you're giving it to somebody who maybe is like you're not most environmentally friendly person or someone that you're introducing into these things, sometimes it can be helpful to pair it with something because I do think some people are like, I just want to do it my way. And but if you give them all the tools, then they're more inclined to be like, okay. Um, so just on the coffee note too, I know everybody loves their Keurigs, but as we've talked about on this show, those little K-cups are really not, they're not recyclable. They're not, they, they're like really bad. And even if you take it out and clean it, it's like, oh, it still isn't what it is. Um, so you can actually buy reusable K-cups and it literally is just like the size. My, my old roommate in college had one. It's the only reason why I use the Keurig. Um, and so if you got them a set of those or whatever, and then you either paired it, find out what their favorite coffee grounds are and pair it with that or find the K-cup brand replacement, or even better, if you know the kinds, get them the K-cups and maybe introduce them to fair trade, a new fair trade coffee. Um, that is something is good and, you know, eco-minded. We could talk about fair trade coffee and all this stuff. Um, but just again, something that they might not think to buy for themselves, or they might be more willing to try having not being needed to be the one to purchase it. Um, so one could do that. You could do the coffee container, the K-cup and the, <laughs> the fair trade coffee. Um, but yeah, I think doing Pat, like you just said, and I think putting things together for people can really also make them more inclined to use it and make them more inclined to continue to do it because it worked so well and they had everything to start or like at least like most of the stuff right. yeah it becomes part of their own habit or routine which can be very helpful um you know another thing just and i think that solar charged items are getting better and better all the time and you know having things like a um a flashlight that's sitting around with batteries in it just for the time when you need it or the power goes out. One, um, usually you can't find it. The batteries have gone bad and you know it's not good for the environment. Think about getting somebody, right? A, a, a solar powered flashlight or lantern. Um, we got these great solar powered lanterns. We actually got them at REI and they fold flat. And I was like, really like, hmm, I wonder if these are really gonna work. We just leave them in the windowsill at the house and then when we need them for whatever reason you they you stretch them out they unfold it is a great lantern that provides a lot of light it can serve as a flashlight like if you need to walk around with it it can sit on a little tabletop to give some light you know so you could use it if you have to find something in your dark basement or if the power goes out or if you're camping so i think solar powered items there are more and more all the time that um, work really well. So just going to um, to an outfitter store like an REI, like a Patagonia, look at what they have in the solar charging items. There are some things that are really super expensive, but there are also some things like the little lantern I talked about, which is really relatively, which is relatively inexpensive, but super super helpful and works really well so that can be a really great option it gives you a reason to go to a local store and look around and buy something rather than to go online and and order something that gets shipped out from a warehouse 
which you also just gave me the idea. I actually just remembered. I put this on my my camping wish list for things that Annika wants as trying to build my official camping gear. Um, but a lot of times when people go camping, and it, so I did see this at REI. I don't know if other stores have it. Um, you know, you don't know what your water situation is going to be. And so a lot of times, you know, you go and you buy those like five, 10 gallon things. Um, and I know, and not everybody has the space to keep like the, you know, those giant like football Gatorade coolers or, or whatever that people put water in. Um, but I saw REI had these drink cubes. So kind of like you were talking how those flashlights collapse. These are like hard plastic collapsible drink cubes. And so I think there's like three gallon, five gallon. But so if you have campers in your life or I don't know, people who go on road trips or whatever and want this water, these are these great containers that are similar to look of those ones that you pick up at the store at like the gas station before you go camping. Um, that you can just refill at home and then take with you. And then when you're done, just smush them up and so they're not even taking up space anymore. Um, yeah. So that's a great ones. idea. You know what? And that also works for the, my hotel scenario because when I'm going to stay at a hotel, um, unless I'm, you know, when I'm flying, of course, I can't do this, but I fill up like every water cup I have and I put them in a cloth shopping bag and put them in the car. And then when I go to the hotel, I take them all up to the hotel room so that, you know, I, I don't need any plastic water bottles and all. I'm very self-contained. That would be a great, you know, great for, again, that kind of person that does a lot of travel um, and it gives them an option for getting water that's not out of the bathroom faucet at the hotel room, <laughs> but maybe from somewhere else. I mean, even if they're traveling by air, they could take that folded up thing. They go there, they go down to the hotel lobby where often they have like a nice filter jug of water, or you can go into the fitness room where they often have a water filter, fill up your, your flattened jug that you've unflattened. And now you have some nice fresh water in your hotel room. That's a really great idea. Annika, that would be a really great gift for me. Just saying. And I just think saying. just an addition goes without being said, always for people in your life who don't use reusable water bottles, get them a reusable water bottle, please. ASAP. Um, huh? ASAP. I said ASAP. Oh, yeah. Come on now. I'm being hip. I'm being mod. Um, um, I'm being mod. The other thing is, um, you know, for for people with kids, there are lots that, you know, we could go on and on and on about kids gifts and we don't really have time for that. But again, the general practice, kind of taking to heart the advice that Annika gave in the, in the beginning, you know, go to your friends or family's houses, see what they do in their lives um, that were, that where they're using something plastic um, and, or, you know, throw away and sort of see if you can find that reusable option. Go to see the kinds of toys um, or clothing options that people give to their kids. If it's a lot of plastic toys and a lot of that kind of crap, think about getting them just one, because they, they can be more expensive, but some good quality toy that's made of a reusable material. It's made of wood or cloth or felt like there are lots of great dolls that are made of felt there's a lot of lots of great toys of all kinds that are made of wood musical instruments little cars kids can push around um a great thing that you reminded me of Annika that I always had for you when you were young was lots of just squares of different color silk 
or fun materials and you had a whole um box of them and you would take out all these different silks with your friends of all these different colors and use them for dress up and it was so creative all the different ways you guys dressed up with these silks or would you you would use them to run around and like make rainbows in the air there are all these incredible ways that that just having just a box of materials like that that feel good that are good you know nice silk is really nice that last long colorful that really inspire the creative mind of the child um and it's fun and you'll you'll it's fun for them it's fun for you it's fun to watch um and you'll be really impressed by what kids come up with so finding um again toys or gifts made of wood made of um cloth these squares of silk or material um those are all great great options and on the more practical front you know if you have a little bit more money uh and you really one, you, you know, somebody's open-minded, think about getting somebody cloth diapers. If they're going to have a baby, you know, maybe so you, it doesn't feel like you're being judgy, you're being helpful, get them three cloth diaper covers and six inserts for a newborn baby to give to them. It's a great gift. And it instills this idea of, hey, cloth diapers are easy, accessible, usable, and they save money and the environment at the same time. So that's another thing that just to ponder for somebody who's having a baby, cloth diapers, good quality toy, and you're all hooked up. I think also on two fronts, um, again, being helpful. And if you have some more money, glass baby bottles are always a good investment for people, you know, really helping eliminating um, ingesting any of those chemicals that might come in the plastic especially if the person is you know i know a lot of people like throw um the milk or formula or whatever in the microwave to heat it up sometimes so i think the glass i don't i don't know maybe you can say about putting in the microwave but it, like doing it in glass at least certainly seems better than doing it oh, in a plastic 100 i had all glass bottles for you and for vim and when i had to store my milk you know um you know, pump and store it. Um, I would put it in a glass bottle. It would go into the freezer, come out, defrost, and I would I would warm up the baby bottle in hot water versus a microwave. I think a microwave is is scary mainly for the getting the temperature wrong, mm. um, but the glass bottle itself is is fine. And these days too, you can get glass bottles with like a silicone sleeve. So yeah. if, if it drops, it feels a little safer for people. So that's also a really good option. That was a really good item to raise Annika. I think also just before you move on to your next one on, um, on just, it just made me think when you're saying nurturing the creative mind. Um, I remember I had, and I think we gave them away at some of my birthday parties and they're always a big hit. Um, these big reusable. And I think the part was made of metal, but like yes. bubble wands. So yes. that you don't, especially if you have a child's birthday coming up or somebody with a bunch of kids, rather than, you know, purchasing those tons and tons of those throwaway bubble containers with the little itty bitty tiny plastic wand, you know, obviously the, the bubbles might come. I don't know if you can make your own bubbles. I don't actually know how that works, but buying these really you. cool wands that have, yeah. and like the ones we had, like the metal was like all different shapes and everyone had a different one. 
Um, but you just dip it in the bubble solution and then you make these really big cool bubbles. And I know like my friends and I would do it for hours outside. Yeah. Um, yeah, that, that's started. a great. Yeah. Yeah, that's a great one. And it is the the wand was made of wood and it was maybe 15 inches long. And then, as you said, on the end was wire that was um, in the shape of a ball, but all different sort of shapes, very wide open gaps. And then we would make our own bubble solution um, and which you can look up, that's easy to do. It's like corn syrup and dish liquid and water. And as you said, make great bubbles. And you just gave me that. And the other way to avoid cheap plastic crap and wasting your money um, is not only did I use those, those bubble wands as the activity at the party. So we went outside, we had a thing of bubble solution and that was the activity where they played at the party. And that was also the gift that every child got to take home. So it wasn't all this plastic shit in a plastic bag that nobody wanted or would do anything with, but it was this beautiful bubble wand and they could go home and play on their own or with their friends. So that's another way to do things is when you're having a party for a child, make one of the party activities, something creative and nice like that, that they can actually take home. And that can be your party favor. Yeah, I think that's good. And I feel like this is also a good, I don't know, did you have anything else on the new parent or no child front? Okay. Um, I'm you had to- a good idea on the child parent family front. Don't know if you're about to say it. I think that's what I'm about to say, maybe. Um, I think, you know, coming out of the the panorama, the pandemic, the pizzazz, whatever you want to call it, um, a lot of people got to spend a lot of time with their families. A lot of people are still home with their families. Um, I think it opened up for a lot of people, like the joys of of finding fun at home and doing those things at home. Um, and I think, you know, you and I, when we would go over to Oma's, there were a lot of like really simple things that I don't think people think of nowadays because we have all this technology and everybody goes to their different rooms with their different... TVs and techno and whatever. Um, but a good, so thinking of things too that get people together, maybe especially if you are at home or if you are living with roommates, something fun for you all to do um, that is both eco and good, I think, for the soul is a puzzle. And getting a puzzle in the mind of if you have that coffee table that nobody really uses or that common area that you all just kind of walk by and stand at, or even if it is your dining room table that you don't all do family dinners, but you might all congregate at different times, is just having a really good puzzle that you just put out and you all put your pieces in when you have time. I mean, that was always like, when I was little, that was the thing. Whenever I was with my Oma, we would come down. It's always like a really great memory of mine is coming downstairs in our bathrobes and she always had a special coffee cup for me and we would just sit and do the puzzle and there was just always a puzzle on the table and so even like when when you would come over mom or when we would be there with like other family or other friends and everyone's just sitting and chatting and you don't even realize you just end up doing the puzzle um so I think it's a really underrated gift because people think it's like I get the puzzle you have to do it but like it can just be a really fun thing that you do for months just yeah, and we, 
We have you know, like our tradition, our family tradition when I was growing up was that every New Year's you would do a puzzle and um, and you would puzzle all night. And the goal was to get the puzzle done before midnight um, or before you went to bed. And but usually we didn't. And then it would get left out. And that's actually a a, um, a, um, a habit that that we've adopted, of course, in our house. Um, but but my husband, Dave, your bonus dad, he actually likes to start the puzzling around Christmas Eve. And while we're writing our Christmas poems and doing things. And so around Christmas time, we start to put a puzzle out. And as you said, it just sits around and it can take days. And sometimes the puzzling fever and just having a puzzle around, sometimes it just lasts for days, sometimes it's weeks, sometimes it's for months and we just get into that puzzling groove. But it really is, as you said, just a great way to sit down, have a cup of coffee, talk with one another, enjoy each other's company, but not feel like you're quote unquote wasting time because you're doing a puzzle. So that's a great one. The other one that I was thinking about when you were think, talking about the um, the bubble wand and you know being outside, you know, if somebody has a garden, large or small, get them a native plant, get them a native plant book, get them a coupon for a native plant, right? Native plants are really, somebody has a rich, robust garden or they're just a startup gardener. A native plant book or a native plant is always a joy. And it's a nice, simple something that you can give that brings joy and color to somebody's life. And they will remember, oh, that's the plant so-and-so gave me and talk about it, which is really nice. And I think, you know, in addition to that too, um, if you have somebody who's already a gardener and like you don't, you know, or just somebody who likes to spend out time outside, whatever is a nice reusable, um, well, I guess they're always reusable, uh, but a bird, bird feeder um, and that you can get really cheap ones. You can get really intricate ones. Like there really is one for every kind of budget. I think you could even just get the little rectangle that you put suet in and just buy that and suet. And that's probably like a $25 gift. That's really thoughtful and really nice that somebody will enjoy forever. And like you just said, like it's something that they're sitting watching, having their coffee and, oh, there's a bird. And oh, it didn't that happen because that person bought that, that gift for me. Yeah. And a suet theater is great, you know, and if you want to do a little bit more, you get the suet cage, which is pretty inexpensive, but get them five suet cakes. So they're sort of set up for a little period of time and get them different kinds of suet. That's a really, um, that's a really great idea, especially and, for somebody who likes the outdoors. And if you have people that like to sit outside at night, like I do with a good fire, um, especially, I don't know, especially depending on where you live, but a bat house may not be the first thing but they are good they do provide good habitats um we used to have one on the side of our house and i remember bats would always fly into it um so that's always like a cool a cool thing maybe if somebody's a little bit a little bit different or likes to be outside at night um the only thing you're not allowed to buy people as a feeder guys is hummingbird feeders those are bad they get, they, the stuff gets bacteria. And I'm just in case somebody's like, oh, I could get that. Don't buy that. It gets bacteria in it and it gets, they get sick. And there's like a whole there. You can read everything about how they're so bad for hummingbirds. Do what my mom said and get them a native plant. That's a nice red color that the hummingbirds will enjoy and not get sick. And I know we're probably at the end of our time. So I just wanted to offer one other thing that I found um, a couple years ago, a rocket book just coming back inside to the office. A rocket book is a pad that you can write on. And when you're done with the page, 
One, you can take a picture of the writing on it and the rocket book will send it right to your, to a file where you can store it. So you can store your notes. And then two, you can wash it off like a whiteboard and you can reuse that page over and over and over again. Like it's, it's like a little notebook. They're, they're, they're all different sizes. And I find my rocket book really, really helpful. I'm not using a lot of paper, not constantly getting paper and throwing paper away. I just have my rocket book. I have my pen. I write it up, take a picture when I need to, um, wipe it off and use it again. So I found that like a, a really interesting find and gave it to a bunch of people and they all are still using their rocket books. I think that's a great one. And I, you know, I think just the big thing with Eagle Gifts too is I think there really is something that you can buy with any budget that you're on. Um, and there's so many places you can get them all. There's so many needs that can be met. And I think, again, you're really opening the door to somebody who does not use that product. So like another quick example, another quick gift, somebody who's like really into skincare or like makeup and they have all their throwaway cotton balls or wipes is like, I've recently invested in myself and I actually just got a set of seven um, for each of my stepsisters because I have three people in the whole thing. Um, is a reusable face round and you just you I use it for my um, cleanser acid that I put on and I just put it on there and I wipe my face done and then when it comes time to wash them I just throw them in with an all-natural detergent and they're a little baggy and they're good to go and my face is good I've never had a problem with them um, so I just think it's like you're really opening somebody's mind and world and it's a gift that you could literally spend like five dollars on a reusable bag and it's something that somebody would use all the time. Or you could spend $45 on this really great lunch kit for somebody and wow, like now they're set to go in a way that they weren't before. Um, oh yeah, the lunch yeah. kit we were gonna talk about. Getting a reusable lunch box with the cutlery in there, some reusable um, containers to put their fruits and their nuts or their sandwich or their crackers or their cheese. You know, Vim uses his reusable. He's in high school every day. He has his little box. He does his little box, you know, his lunch box. He does a little box of his wasa crackers in there. He slices up a little box filled with slices of cheese using the cheese slicer. He puts in an apple. He puts in his chocolate bar. He puts in his little drink and that's his lunch like every day. So I don't know, maybe people are going to judge me for my mothering because of what my son eats, but he's awesome. And, um, and that's what he likes. And we, 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 we're, there's no waste out of that. Well, the only waste out of that is the wrapper for the chocolate bar. Um, and he does it every, every day, every day. Imagine if he did a throwaway lunch bag and, you know, throw away plastic baggies and plastic this and plastic that every day, you know, it would be a mess. And if you don't want like a little box to put your things in, there are lots of like um, reusable snack bags and lunch bags and, um, you know, beeswax um, paper for food or cloth, cloths now that they make that you can wrap up your sandwich. You, you have somebody who takes lunch um, to work. You can go to town making them that great kit. You could even buy a lunchbox with a cool picture on it or a funny message or something that's really simple and elegant, right? And fits their personality. 
But but as Annika said, you're introducing them into something new. And truthfully, reusing that lunchbox every day is so much nicer than all that throwaway stuff. And it's really easy to clean and take care of. Um, so that's another really, that's another really great one. I'm glad you mentioned that one, Annika, before we before we wrapped up. Um, oh, and the oil spray thing. Dave got me a thing. You know how people do oil sprays in those canisters that require all that compression? He got me a reusable thing. You pour olive oil in it and then you pump spray it. Okay, I'll stop. Because we got ideas just flowing all over the place. But as you can see, there's a gift for everyone. And if you if you can't, if you're not sure where to start, go to the craft show, go to a local store. We didn't mention local stores. There are lots of cool little local stores, little kitchen, you know, there are kitchen stores and this store and that store, if you really go to your town center, plan to spend an afternoon, walk around, walk into every store, see what they have there, see what your options are, get some great ideas, look up craft shows in your area, make a point of going to those craft shows. You can get something really unique that somebody will cherish for forever. Uh, or maybe you don't buy it at the craft store because they craft show because they don't have exactly what you want. Go on to Etsy, like Annika said, and find a crafter who can make it for you. Go to your local environmental organization, see if they have an option. So every penny that you, you're investing in your gift is actually going to a good cause. But um, there's nothing like walking around to get some great ideas. I agree, I agree. Um, so yeah, I think it's it's a great thing. There's lots of options. There's literally an option for everybody. And I really like don't think that the non-eco people in your life won't do it. Cause I will say as the tree hugger of my friend group, who all my friends laugh at in a fun way, but laugh at everything that I do when they, and I've literally had the comment made, you have a reusable item for everything. Um, and maybe it's poking fun, but they're really excited when I actually get them the thing, because it's not something they would buy, but because I give it to them, it's like a really, it's really useful and it's great. And they all actually use the myriad of items I've got them. Um, so don't, be discouraged if you think oh they won't like it there's so many things again if you have somebody that drinks get them a cup somebody just getting somebody who you're not you don't want to spend a lot of money on a five dollar reusable bag you know like it's literally something for everybody um so yeah so i think with that we hope that you go into this holiday season putting your money towards local artisans and artists your local um nonprofits. especially i'm just gonna say especially think of your smaller local nonprofits like a lot of the big, I'm just calling big greens do great stuff and that's all wonderful and I'm not saying don't support them, but don't go right for them. Do a little Googling, see who's around you, see who you might not think of. Um, and yeah. And you know, hey, for two ideas for where to start, <laughs> www.delawareriverkeeper.org, www.forthegenerations.org. Both of them have gift shops have some items, good place to consider, good place to start some great reading materials and or other options. They're not full. We're not, we're, we're not stores, but we have some nice, some, some nice items that you might want to consider. You can make a little gift basket of your own by ordering some items from there. Or as Annika said, Google around or walk around your town. And with that, Annika, I think before we go, if you want to give uh -oh. us a gift this holiday season, also, wherever you're listening to our show, be sure to rate us um, highly, you know, donate to either of those organizations as well that help us do this podcast. 
Um, and I don't know, like if we got it, like share it because if we got enough traction, we can make like cool merch or something. Just saying. Um, but anyway, um, we can maybe we'll make some green jeans. J J E A N S. You never know. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Okay. So with that, thank you for listening. Enjoy your gift giving season. Do good things. And we will see you next time. See you next time.